to the Thrive in China podcast with me, Christina Kohler-Kaluccia from Woodburn Accountants and Advisors. Our daily episodes on solving your China business pain points are there to help China leaders, managers, and entrepreneurs with the daily struggles they may be facing while setting up and operating in China. We look at corporate administrative battles, such as tax planning, incorporation, accounting, HR issues, as well as cultural and language nuances that may occur. Please share the link to our episode. Our mission is to help as many people who are struggling to do business in the China market. If you would like to schedule a call, please click on the link in the comments section of the episode. And if you would like to learn more about Woodburn Accountants and Advisors, then head on over to our website at woodburnglobal.com. Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Solving Your China Business Pain Points. My name is Christina Kolokaluccia. I'm the Head of Business Advisory at Woodburn Accountants and Advisors. And in today's episode, we are going to be looking at the benefits of the cross-border e-commerce regulations. So I want to highlight in today's episode some of the key benefits. The first one is the pre-importation registration waiver. So the cross-border e-commerce regulations indefinitely extend the waiver of the pre-importation registration requirements on specified categories of products, which include cosmetics, infant, infant milk formula, health food, medical devices, which was originally set up to expire on the 31st of December 2018. As pre-importation registration is an important part of the current regime to impose Chinese national standards on certain sensitive foreign products, this waiver continues to allow products which may not be available in the ordinary commercial channels due to market entry barriers, um, and it allows then it to be imported through the cross-border e-commerce channel. There's also been a value limit relaxation. Now, the value limit of each for each shipment of goods under the cross-border e-commerce program is now uh, 5,000 RMB, and the annual quota is now 26,000 RMB. Where the value of a product exceeds the per shipment limit, but still falls within the purchaser's annual quota limit, so let's say it's more than 5,000 RMB, but still less than 26,000 RMB on the annual quota limit, the product can still be imported under the cross-border e-commerce program, and it is entitled to the registration waiver, as mentioned, uh, mentioned in the first um, uh, key benefit, provided that it is an inseparable piece of the product. Nevertheless, the Chinese purchaser is not entitled to the tariff exemption or import tax reduction um, for this particular shipment. Now, this relaxation permits high-value products to be imported through the cross-border e-commerce channel. The third benefit is the tariff exemption and tax reduction. Now, the current tax policy under which customs duties are exempted and import VAT and consumption taxes are collected at a 30% discount for the products imported through the cross-border e-commerce channel continues to be implemented. Expanded positive lists is another benefit which continues to happen. The scope of the positive list which contains the tariff categories for the products permitted to be sold under the cross-border e-commerce model has been continuously expanded upon since 2019. Definitely research what that positive list looks like today. Another one is the foreign 
free, uh, not the foreign, the free trade zone distribution centers. The cross-border e-commerce regulations continue to allow a foreign seller to stockpile its products in one of the designated free trade zones in China, and that's part of the bonded zone model. Um, and from this free trade zone, it can fulfill its customer orders and deliver the products directly to the end consumers. This gives the overseas seller a more efficient delivery option compared to the international parcel deliveries, right? Um, sellers not enrolled in the cross-border e-commerce program are not permitted to sell their products directly from a free trade zone to Chinese consumers. The last point is in regards to the safe harbor against retaliatory tariffs. In the current climate of trade tension between China and the U.S., the cross-border e-commerce program has thus far provided and con could continue to be a safe harbor as imports through the cross-border e-commerce channel are not subject to the retaliatory tariffs imposed by the Chinese government on the U.S. origin products. Now, overall, in terms of the cross-border e-commerce business model, I wanted to provide a couple of recommendations to overseas um, retailers, overseas suppliers. One is carefully design the supply chain structure and the related operating model to ensure compliance as well as tax efficiency. Two, due diligence in selecting business partners, including the designated responsible partner and other service providers, especially if you as an overseas seller intends to rely on the existing infrastructures offered by these third parties to sell its products in China. Vet your partners, do your due diligence. And perhaps think about not placing all your eggs in one basket with one provider. Try and spread it out to multiple providers so you have a backup plan. The third is having in place contract terms to allocate the supply chain management responsibilities and risks and the inclusion of the appropriate indemnities with a view toward protecting the overseas seller's interest where the contracts are, are forms provided by dominant platform operators. And last but not least, create an internal compliance program to really closely monitor and control the compliance risks with respect to the Chinese responsible parties and the other service providers as well. We've given you now four episodes highlighting cross-border e-commerce in very minute <laughs> and digestible episodes. If you do have any questions about cross-border e-commerce and the various business models that exist and potentially the tax liabilities that exist, reach out to us. We've provided a link to our diary um, and we'd be happy to assist you and provide you with a free 15-minute complimentary call. If you did enjoy today's video, please do share and like this button. We are aiming and our mission is to help as many foreign investors, foreign leaders and entrepreneurs uh, succeed in the Chinese market by avoiding as many of the common obstacles that are faced along the journey. And last but not least, if you would like to learn more about what we do at Woodburn Accountants and Advisors, head on over to our website, woodburnglobal.com. You will be able to find our full service listing together with additional free resources at your disposal. We wish you a great day. Take care and goodbye.